Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark as Jerry breathes through his nose right into his phone. What happened? That wasn't me. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mumbert, and I'm not breathing into the microphone. I'm the monarch of the sea. (laughs) Uh, And I'm Sean Crespo, their guest. Welcome back, Sean. Thanks for coming here. Oh, thank you for having me. This is a blast, guys. Yeah, this is good, clean fun. (laughs) <laughs> you know, this is like a this is weird. This is sort of like a a pause in the action, but these minutes are actually chock full of stuff. I think. Oh, I totally. What we're hinting at is minute ninety two, and minute ninety two begins with Marion kissing Sala multiple times, and it ends with Indy on the boat with Marion, who has a new dress. All right. So, did anyone else notice that immediately after Marion says, "And this is for you." And kisses Sala square on the lips. He, he the, leans way into that kiss. By he, the way. Right, right. And and the ship's foghorn blows, <laughs> indicating <laughs> Sala is at full mast. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know what? I thought about this, and I'm like, he's never going to hear a ship's horn the same way again. You know what I mean? He's going to develop some weird foghorn yeah. fetish now, <laughs> and it's going to be like a, like a whole. Oh, Sala got arrested down at the docks again. <laughs> yeah, somebody blew the foghorn a little bit. Yeah, third them. time this week. <laughs> it's almost like, to stop. It's almost like something out of airplane that I just got a <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's just short of doop, doop. Yep. That's the closest Spielberg's ever come to filming a like a train going into a tunnel moment. <laughs> Yeah, it should be the Bantu wood. That's what <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was the sound of the Bantu wind. And his, <laughs> yeah, sorry. His robes just floated up. So I was I was talking, I have, I have sort of a new weird conspiracy theory here. Of course and, you do. And Jerry, uh, what he said is a very good segue into this. Because right after uh, Sala gets his Bantu wood and the, the horn <laughs> blows, um, he starts singing a song. He starts singing a song from the HMS Pinafore. British town, that one. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, it's that a comic beautiful. opera by Gilbert and Sullivan. Um, and if you listen to the words, you want to see the rest? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I didn't realize you were really asking. I was like, no, no, let's not do that. I didn't know there was more of this song than what Sala sings right here. I think well, the he song sings, ends. Yeah, he sings a British tar is a soaring soul as free as a mounted bird. His energetic fist should be ready. To resist a dictator is what he says. The, the song says a dictatorial word, but he says a dictator, and he looks right at Indy as if he's throwing off his colonial kind of his colonialist uh, shackles. Oh, interesting. Ah. But it's interesting because when the, when you look at the actual comic opera, like Solid shows this song for a reason, um, and in the opera, it's the story of a ship captain's beautiful daughter um, and the guy she loves. So her dad is is the ship's captain, but she's in love with a lowly guy in the crew who's of a different class. Um, his name's Ralph, but we could just call him Sala. 
there's a high class guy, a lord of the admiralty, uh, coincidentally in the same profession as the captain named Sir Joseph. We could just call him maybe Sir Jones. Um, and uh, so this daughter, you know, say maybe a Ravenwood daughter or a captain's daughter. Uh, the captain wants her to marry the guy in his profession who's maybe outshined him a little bit. And in the opera, there's a character that comes out at the end that very nicely says when she was, uh, when they, the two were kids, she mixed them up, that the Sir Jones and Sala were, at, Ralph, were actually mixed up and Ralph was the Lord and, and the, the Sir Jones guy was actually this, this low class guy. And so it had a happy ending and the woman got to marry the guy she wanted. In this instance... Uh, and this is the song Sala chose. Um, no woman comes forward. And so we end up with sort of a tragedy here. Sala <laughs> wishes he could have Marion. And I think maybe they had a special night at Omar's, which is why she didn't get a chance to Ooh. change. Or, they had a date. They had a date. You eat them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bad date. Yeah. Didn't wow. need to put the shoes on. Didn't need to get shoes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very interesting. This saves Crystal Skull. Because <laughs> oh instead of Crystal Skull being sort of a comic farce, it becomes a grand tragedy. Mutt is Sala's kid. Oh, that's good. Look at you I trying to pick up the that. pieces. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's still a tragedy. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's hard to Regardless, shake up the tragedy. I mean, <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. I was... I was proud of myself for looking up what show the song is from. <laughs> Look at Pete. My, my, no, my note says, you know, so Sala goes over and he kisses a sailor. So, you know, it's fine. The more the merrier. Everybody's happy. Yeah. It is the Navy. It's it fine. Is. He has a wife and kid at home, but, you know. Yeah. It's all right. It's, it's a I nice mean, little... it is 1936. <laughs> Maybe a little less progressive, but... It's a very nice peck. I mean, he stops. He stops with the, the guys are all chatting, and he has the guts to walk up to one of them and give him a little peck. But then they disperse immediately. Is the thing like, it's <laughs> too choreographed? It's like man has kissed us. We must walk away and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, the guy was excited. He was. He was. He was. He, was. Yeah, he looked pretty happy. Yeah. But then yeah, he had he to does. go immediately make out with his wife. Just no, he's like, don't let Katanga see that. Don't let Katanga see that. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool. This is gonna get out. <laughs> yeah, Katanga is actually watching from the ramp up to yeah. the ship the yeah. whole time. Yeah, looking very rakish. Yeah, mm -hmm. he, I, I, he, he can't look any other way. I know this is default mode is rakish. He can't help it. But uh, I I do love that. Uh, I like that the movie knows that Sala is awesome and he deserves like a final like a send off. Like that the movie says goodbye to Sala. It's not just like. Oh yeah, he met us at Omar's and set up over the boat and goodbye. He gets like yeah. a cool, awesome, solemn moment. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, he's our good friend. He is <laughs> exactly. exactly. I would have told him a little more. I would have yeah. bought him pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at least yeah. Well, what's interesting? Both Katanga, uh, Katanga, and uh, Sala both feel like they're characters who have a whole other world of adventures they've lived. That if you wanted to make a movie called Katanga. Like, you probably could. That oh, would yeah. be a great movie. Or Sala, like, it would be a little more genial, a little less like Gunslinger, but it would probably be <laughs> balls out fantastic. I'd watch it. 
Yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep this to like eight seconds because it'll completely go off the rails and get really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, we don't need that. But I Donald did do. Trump <laughs> is the leader. We. Oh God. <laughs> Hopefully that's still I, funny in a few months. I actually looked at uh, like Katanga, and there's like a you know Wicked Jones or whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> and they did. They did. They talked about Katanga, and now here's this. And there was this little. Oh God. You know there there were yeah there was some they had some <laughs> he and Indy met again up in Alaska. <laughs> okay. And yeah, and I think that's like, great. Greedo's cousin was there. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, Hammerhead was uh, a chef. <laughs> at the it's sort time. of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Indeed, just gets yeah. picked up one day and lives the rest of his life in space. Well, it was. They, yeah. they did apparently meet again in some sort of Alaskan heist or something gone wrong. I of don't course. know. But, but it's been more than eight seconds. I'm stopping. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for you that, know, Jerry. Yeah. You know, a friend of uh, mine who I went to Emerson with actually tried was putting he put a Kickstarter together, I think, or maybe it was an Indiegogo for a Indiana Jones themed you like an Indiana Jones universe short. And uh, he's he's a producer on a couple shows and he's like he knows all these the, the right people to put this together. He had like this really great uh, uh, choreo like uh, combat choreography group signed on to do it and they set the money i think at like fifty thousand or something and they raised it all wow and, and with with some despair and then uh disney shut them down ah uh, yeah oh. which is was such a bummer because it seemed like such an except like any i would anybody if, if you're doing anything indiana jones universe related i think you it's sort of like star trek you should just be allowed to make your thing and pay 10 percent or whatever yeah we need more of it definitely yeah. Yeah, that just happened to Star Trek guys, didn't it? There was a Star Trek uh, fan film that got, well, they got sued, but I think it all got settled. But still, crying <laughs> out loud, it became the lightning rod for the rest of the issue, and they like were able to settle amicably. I think out of court. Yeah. <laughs> I I have. Uh, is there anything else more on the dock? I feel um, like the to the latter half of this minute, uh, the scene changes, and I have a question. Okay. Um. Marion's wearing red again. No, she's not. Oh, yeah, wait. she is. Oh, that's like kind of shawl yeah. thing or that blanket. I'm gonna yeah. start again. Okay. Marion's <laughs> wearing red again, and she t- <laughs> she takes that off, and she has this white dress that was given to her by Katanga, and Indy gets jealous. He's mm-hmm. immediately jealous, and I'm like, okay, what's the deal with men giving Marion white dresses? Like you wouldn't. <laughs> I, well, I what's the deal with all these men? What's the deal with all the men having her exact size, like in stock? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, I, th- I think like I, I think she should she... wear white. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, is there a color deeper than red? Well, we don't know. Katanga may have opened up a cupboard and there was like you know a range of you know <laughs> identical dresses in different sizes. A cupboard just labeled skirts for the skirts <laughs> <laughs> for castaway dames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right before this, though, when she comes in, I have the note that um, I'm just like Marion. I'm going to be whistling that song from HMS Pinafore for the rest of the day. She's like whistling that as she comes it, well, in. She's, she's whistling the same song Sala was singing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's, they've got she's a got connect- yeah, they've got a connection. Oh, she's thinking about her buddy Sala. Mm, yeah. 
And in from case Omar, we, that that night at Omar's. Yep. And in case you think using a song from HMS Pinafore is not intentional, there was another movie that came out this almost the exact same time. Another one of my favorites, Chariots of Fire. Oh sure. Also used a song from HMS Pinafore. He's an Englishman. Yeah. To talk about the outsider status and different ethnicity of one of the main characters and how that should justify being on equal footing and his love with the main love interest. Wow. You got too deep. <laughs> you went deep. You got to take that in. <laughs> Pete, well, Pete knows no other way. <laughs> <laughs> deep or nothing. Well, the, uh, the, the nighty, the dress she looks like she's wearing, I always thought it was a nighty. It didn't make any sense when he called it a dress and then she shows up in this thing. It just like, it looks like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it looks like the sort of thing you're, you're, you know, forgive me, like your mom would wear. Why you son of a, <laughs> <laughs> your mom in particular, uh, under a robe or something, you know, just like, just bleary eyed, like, why, why are you still up? So it always was off-putting to me to see that. If they're good any time, why do they call them breakfast treats? Oh, God. Stella Dora. I love Pat Oswald's bit about that. Well, they're, they're, they're in Katanga's quarters, right? Yeah. Yeah, he gave up his, yeah. uh, his cabin. Yeah. and he's and a king. He, and he gave her a dress, and Indy's already freaking out. Yeah. That is true. And I yeah. love, I love that she tosses back at him uh, from him, because he said that to her about Belloc's dress in the Well of Souls. She's like, oh yeah, from him. Deal with it, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Punk. Yeah. Well, she she's also coming in like to bathe his wounds. So like, come on, how much stuff do you need done for you before you shut up and just be grateful? <laughs> yeah, really. Right, right. Is, is he going to actually, you know, say to her, you're my good friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to give her a firm handshake, yeah. look her in the yeah. eye, and say thanks. She's making eggs for him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to eggs, Marion. Oh, well, I, could, I, could, I suppose I could just do the whites if that's easier. That's ah, too late. <laughs> Throw it out oh, the window. Well, I found some farm-to-table sausage. <laughs> you didn't cut off the crust of my toast. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. You said you wanted sesames. I can just swim to shore and come back and get sesame <laughs> Haven't I been through enough? God damn it, Indy. <laughs> I actually like that version of Indiana Jones. What if that just kept going for an hour and a half and the whole movie was just him demanding more? I chase down the Ark of the Covenant in a truck and I get shot and I come home to scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's on a ship. Eggs are rare, sweetie. Ah, I'm going to be in the cargo hold. <laughs> Does anybody have a chicken I can borrow? <laughs> Guys, we are the Indiana Jones cabin ship players. And scene. <laughs> but yeah, this almost, uh, the scene sort of, uh, a little bit in this minute, and definitely in the next minute, sort of turns into almost like a little, like, cozy, homey kind of, you know, old couple. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Got that nice little banter. desk lamp on the side and an old timey radio. It's really cozy. Like, this is the sort of thing that would make you want to, like, Leave your family and live on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. If you or, can get or, the captain's you know, cabin. Date, date Katanga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Right. Find him on Tinder. Where's he sleeping now? If he gave up his cabin. Oh, God. I Smoke hope he's comfortable. Him. He deserves to be comfortable. He's Katanga. Yeah. He probably has. He's probably like, so he knows he does this on a regular basis. He probably, it's like one of the only ships with like two captains 
cabins. <laughs> There's like an emperor's cabin that's even more lush and opulent. He's like, yes, yes, you have my captain's cabin. I have no idea where I will sleep. Oh, he's like, I'll figure something out. Yeah, he's on like a, a 20 foot by 20 foot <laughs> divan. <laughs> He makes this grand gesture of giving up his cabin. Meanwhile, yeah. it's like the worst cabin on the ship. Yeah, yeah. He's got like one of the world's first uh, refrigerator-freezer combos in his room. <laughs> That's where he keeps the eggs fresh. So the rest of the scene is just about them. Their little nugget of a relationship in this scene and uh, and what it would be like to be married. That's This is essentially, like you said, this this is essentially what it would be like to be married to Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's like, it's nighttime. They're they're, yeah. they're they're getting in their in their jammies, mm-hmm. and get tucked in, a little banter. He's emotionally yeah, distant. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's binge you. watch Stranger Things. <laughs> I don't want to. We're watching it. Everyone says it's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a throwback to Spielberg and Stephen King. Who? Well, do we have anything else for '92 besides these poor bickering? Kids who can't quite get it together. And a, a hell of a conspiracy theory. And Sala's sleeping with Marion. Yeah, did. really. Yeah. Man, we covered a lot of ground. That's a lot. We upended this entire wow. thing. Guys, this movie is never going to recover. <laughs> Why did we do this? <laughs> yeah, we're destroying the things we love. We should stop doing this podcast. <laughs> the movie makes a record loss of profits. I don't even know how that's possible. Wait. Money is just being siphoned out of the movie. This is crazy. Eight studios went bankrupt. Doesn't make sense. What Good one, guys. Well, uh, before we do any more damage, we should probably wrap this up. Um, but Sean, tell the folks again where they can uh, find you and pursue sure. your 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 deeds. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you can see me. I was on Gotham. You can find me on Happyish. I was on uh, this new show, Red Oaks, on Amazon. Oh, awesome. Or you, you just find me at Twitter at, at Sean Crespo, and you'll see all the stuff I do there. Excellent. Everybody Thanks. check that out. And Pete, where can people check us out? Come check us out on Facebook. We have a special page, Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. Excellent. i got to come out with a better way to come out of that. Oh, I always go like, excellent, awesome, please do, make it happen. I wouldn't know what to do if you didn't say that afterwards. Ah, uh, well then forget I said anything. I'll just, I'll, I'll do what's got to be done. <laughs> excellent. Um, everyone, please come back tomorrow for minute 93 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. <laughs> From him. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs>